Hello, hello. Welcome to the Commvault Whisperer YouTube channel, as well as those who are listening on my podcast on the Commvault Training Podcast. And you just search for Commvault Training Podcast on your favorite podcast host website. So I'm answering a question today from my from an individual on my YouTube channel, Commvault Whisperer, how to install Media Agent in Commvault. And the individual is Ubraj Sharesta. This individual says, can you make a video for Linux 2? Referring, referencing when I installed the Windows Media Agent on, uh, I, this individual would like to know how to install it on a Linux, a Linux uh, computer. So I'll walk you through that right now. First thing I usually do anytime I install Linux any media agent or any file system on Linux is to make sure I can actually I can ping it I can ping the comserve from the client itself Linux client so if I, I went to com in my Windows computer I went to control panel network and internet network and sharing center and then clicked on the interface that connects to the other device the Ubuntu device and the IP address I have here is 172.16.11.128. So that's the IP address I want to try to ping from my from my Ubuntu device. So I'm going to go over to my Linux box. And I'm in the Linux box command. The first command I like to type in is ifconfig. IF now I can see that I have the IP address of 172.16.11.131. Now I need to be able to ping the IP address of 172.16.11.128. So I'm going to just ping. Like I said, the command is ping dot uh, ping 172.17. Oh, 172. Let's get my keyboard here. 172.16.11.128. That's my comserve. If I can't ping the comserve, none of this is matters. And I ping it, and let's see, does it come back? It comes back with a reply. So I know I can ping it. So effectively, I know I'm I'm good there. I'm headed back to my comserve. Now, in order, there's several different ways to install Linux Media Agent or Linux file system from Commvault. I'll show you the one way that I like to do it, and that is using WinSCP. So I'm going to click on WinSCP. What's a program? Just download it from the internet. Win SCP. W I N S C P. Now I need to be able to establish connection before any of this stuff works, before I even download the tar file, any of that stuff. Once I have the Win SCP open, the command open, the application open, it's going to prompt me to log in. So I'm going to select the profile protocol is SFTP, which is Secure File Transfer Protocol. I'm going to put in the IP address the of my actual Ubuntu s system. So that's 172.16.11.131. Put the username in and my password. Click on Login. And if you don't save your password, it's going to prompt you for your, your password to put it in, as I have done. I don't put my password in. I don't save it anyway. So we just put our password in here. And then we figure out it logs in. 
Now, once it's logged in, you're going to see on the left-hand side, you're going to see the Windows side, and the right-hand side is going to be the Ubuntu side. And what you're after is you're after just transferring a file over. And this is the one of the simplest ways to transfer over from a Windows to a Linux environment. Now, I need to get the file before I can do anything. So in order to get the file, I need to go and get the Commvault Express package or the Commvault Express media software that I downloaded from cloud.commvault.com. In this, in this instance, I'm using the Commvault Express media agent or media, excuse me, version 11.26. I'm going to double click on the application and click run. It's going to extract it and we're going to wait because my machine is a, a little bit delayed. So we're going to click and extract and we can click show details or not. So we've just pushed extract for those of you listening at home and we're just waiting for the system to come up so that we can then download the tar file. Simple straightforward process that works for any type of Linux environment be it Hewlett Packard, HP, IBM, Spark, Sun Solaris, flavors of Debian, flavors of Linux, flavors of Ubuntu, pretty much any any instance of Linux you can imagine it works for. So the first thing we're prompted with is choose a selection, choose a, a language. In our case we're going to push English and we're going to select next or not next but there's an arrow at the bottom right hand side and it's just a pointer and you're going to click on that and then you're going to prompt it to welcome to the Commvault installer please read and accept yeah, I usually don't have to read and accept I just push agree and then I click the bottom right hand side there's a little arrow prompts me to another page or it goes to another page and it says these two things choose the installation type first one is install packages in this computer which I don't want to do because I already have it the second one which I want to do is the download packages to install on a different computer so I'm going to select download packages to install on a different computer and select the bottom right hand side there's a little arrow. And here I'm going to select my operating system type. So I have a choice of Windows, Unix, download Windows OS, and then download Microsoft SQL. So in the Unix portion I'm going to tick the Unix portion and I'm going to select my instance. In my instance, my version, it's Linux 8664. I'm going to tick that select that if you will and then the bottom right hand side I'm gonna push push the forward arrow select that then in the next section it's select Unix packages in my case I'm only going to install the window excuse me in my case I'm only going to install the Linux media agent so I'm gonna click on the on the left hand side it's gonna say servers file system database I'm gonna select servers while on the right hand side it says media agent IntelliSnap, I'm going to select on the right hand side media agent, tick that, select that if you will, or tick it. And then I'm going to push the, on the bottom right hand side, the forward arrow. I'm then going to be prompted to select a folder to download the packages. Since I don't want to fill up my C drive, 
I'm going to select the C, and I'm going to change it to the E. So my path is going to be E, download package location. That's going to be the location of my packages that I'm going to download. It's going to be a tar file. Maybe be like 400 meg, something like that is where the location is going to be. Seems to be having a little technical difficulties with my computer here. Bear with me. Seems to have been <laughs> resolved that. So I've changed the path, of course. E, download package location. And for my download packages, I'm going to select in the bottom right hand side, let a forward arrow, just like that. Click that. I'm then going to be prompted for a tar file destination. So I definitely want to create a tar file. Tar stands for tape archive. So I'm going to tick or check the create a tar file for Unix packages. And the location of my tar is going to be by default what I put before, except with a .tar file here. So it's going to be, in my case, it's going to be E download package location underscore tar download packages location dot tar. That's the location of my tar tape archive. And I'm going to use the tape archive file to actually install the window, excuse me, the Linux uh, media agent or file system. In this case, it's media agent uh, Commvault uh, package on my server. Okay, I'm going to select the bottom right hand side. I'm going to select the little forward arrow. For those of you listening, you don't see this, but for those of you watching here, in our E drive, we're going to see two files, well, two paths, really. It's going to be two folders, if you will. One is going to be download package location. The other one is going to say download package location underscore tar or dot tar or something like that when it's finished. So I'm going to close some of these windows that I have here so I can get a little more real estate for you to watch from uh, on the video here. The package has been downloaded. So now you see, for those of you watching, you see that the tar file is located now. This is what we're going to be downloading. So if I double click on E drive download package location underscore tar, I will see that there's a tar file here, tape archive, and it's about if my computer wants to operate here a little bit and update, if you will, you're going to see that that, that file is a probably 300, 400 meg, something like that. Yeah, it's 500 and, uh, 567 meg. So that's the file we need to push over to our Linux side. I'm going to close this, get some real estate going here, and then show you, for those of you watching, but those of you listening, I'm going to walk through it a little bit here. So the, I'm at the WinSCP, and I've already actually established a connection between the Windows computer and the Ubuntu server device, if you will. So now I'm going to select in my right-hand side, left-hand side, I'm going to select the E drive, and I'm going to ch choose to E drive, browse to the E drive. I'm going to find the download package location underscore tar. I'm going to double-click on that. I'm going to find the package, which is the download package location dot tar, and I'm going to just drag it over to the home Ubuntu user location. What's going to happen is it's going to prompt me. It's going to display, actually, if you will, a, a bar screen, like 3%, 7% uploading. And 
which is going to tell me when it's completed. So then I'm going to I'm going to wait for that to complete, and then I'm going to go over to my Windows to my Linux media agent and take a look. So now the file is there. If we go over to our Ubuntu device, our Ubuntu server, and we just type in enter enter, and we type in the command ls, which is stands for list, if you will, ls. We can see that we have a package there, which is download download package location.tar. So the first command I need to do is I need to unzip or untar this package. So the command for that is just tar, which stands for tape archive, followed by a dash symbol or a minus symbol. And then if you can remember this, it's XVF. Stands for excellent, very fine. Excellent, very fine, if you will. Excellent, very fantastic. However you want to remove it, remember it, excuse me. Followed by the name of the tar file. So I can tab it through. I could just type D and then tab it over. That's the far that's the tar itself. So when I push enter, it's going to basically unzip that tar file and then create another folder called Unix. I'm going to select that or push that, enter that, if you will. I'm going to then type ls, list service again, or list list uh, I'm going to list the folder ls I'm going to see that I have a unix folder in there I'm going to cd into unix so cd essentially is change directory for unix so cd unix and now it is case sensitive so you have to ensure that it's case sensitive so cd unix enter now I'm going to do another ls which is list the files inside there what I'm looking for is the .cv package so in order to run a Windows, excuse me, a run a Linux command, you need to type the dot slash command followed by the the name of the run files. In our case, it's uh, going to be cv package add. So the command is going to be dot slash and then cv pkg add. And when I push enter, it's going to start the install process. I'm going to go over to my Linux, my Windows uh, ComServe real quick and make sure that everything's up with my ComServe. So I'm going to select the ComVault, go to ComVault Process Manager. I'm going to select that. I'm going to, inst I'm going to then log into my ComVault Pro Com well, ComServe just to make sure that it has the proper connectivity. So I'm going to click on Services and ensure everything's up. It is everything looks happy. I'm going to log into my Commvault console. I'm going to select, I'm going to go under Windows Start and Commvault and then select Commvault Comcell console because I want to make sure that I can see it real time show up. From the Commvault Comcell browser, I select the media agents and I'm checking to see if any other media agents are there. I have not yet installed it. I want to just be there and just so I can see it when it installs. So I'm going to go over back to my Ubuntu client server, if you will. And now, now the package, the command, if you remember, is dot slash and then cvpkg add. So once I'm happy it's there, I'm going to push enter and it's going to start its install. So you prompt with a couple things. You're going to say, it's going to say, welcome to Commvault Express installer. Now at the bottom, you're going to have either next or quit. Now, it's going to be a little confusing because the highlight, the highlighted one is green. And you would think, okay, I'm going to click on the one that's highlighted, but that's wrong. 
the one you're going to select is the one that's blinky or blinking. So in our case, next is blinking. So we're going to select, we're going to hit enter. And what I want to do is I want to install packages on the machine. So I want to push tab and go down to next and push enter. The next one is a little tricky. I don't want to yet join to an existing comso. I do want to do that. But in order to install a media agent, I need to select the advanced selection. So I'm going to arrow down until and then push spacebar until the X is, X is highlighted or X is uh, noted in the advanced selection. So I have two options. I either have join an existing comso or advanced selection. I want to select advanced selection in the install option and tab through until the blinky, the underscore blinky thing clicks uh, is highlighted on the next. Not exactly sure how to say blinky thing. I'm just going to say cursor. That's a better term, cursor. So I'm selected. When I push that, I'm prompted for another one. There's pa package selection. So in my case, I want to just install the media agent. So I have three options. I have media agent, I have file system core, and I have file system. And I don't want to install the file system core or file system because it's not going to be I'm not going to use this one for a file system. I don't want to back it up at all. This is going to be a media agent only. So I'm going to push a space bar, which is going to present an X under media agent. I'm going to tab over, tab down, until the cursor is selected under next. I'm going to select, I'm going to make sure that is selected, the cursor is, and then push enter. I have a couple different ones now. So install agents for restore only. I don't want this to be a restore agent only. I want it to be a full-on media agent. So I'm going to leave everything blank here, or default, if you will. Excuse me. I'm going to leave everything here default. And I'm going to go over to the cursor and select the cursor under Next and push Enter. Now, install directory. Everything here should be default. I'm not going to touch anything. I'm not going to change anything. I'm just going to cursor down again to Next. Same thing with the log directory. So the log directory is where you want to create the Commvault uh, Express logs. It must be a local di directory or NFS that should be at least 100 meg of free space. Again, I want to leave it at default. So I'm going to tab down until the cursor is selected under Next and push Enter. Next, I'm under Unix Group Assignment. I don't want to assign this to a dedicated Unix group. So I'm going to leave everything as default. And I'm going to tab down until the cursor says next and push enter. The next one is permission details. The install assigns full access permission to the root user for the Commvault Express files and processor. For this purpose, for my lab demonstration, and mostly for every other installation you're probably going to see out there, I'm going to leave everything the default. I'm going to select down or tab down to next until the cursor highlights next and push enter. My physical name of my Ubuntu server, this is going to be the host name. So client host information. Specify the host name or IP address of the computer below. Make sure the host name is fully qualified and resolved to the comserve. So this this name of this server should resolve to the comserve. The comserve should be able to connect, communicate with this client. In my instance, I'm going to leave everything in default and the client machine name, host name is going to be just Ubuntu Server 1. I'm going to then tab down to Cursor under Next and push Enter. 
my client name is going to be the same. So client information, I'm going to leave this as the same. The default is Ubuntu Server 1. Tab down to Next. Push Enter. The index cache directory, I'm going to leave everything as default. So this would be the location of index cache directory. All files saved in the Commvault Media Agent index cache subdirectory will be able to, we actually place in the opt Commvault, but I'm going to leave everything here. A default, I'm going to tab through and push next. Now the summary of what I'm going to be installing, so I'm going to review it. And if I need to go back, I can quit and restart the installation, or I'm just going to continue on. So everything looks good to me here. For those of you who can't see this because you're listening to the, the podcast, it says, please review the following before installation. Package selected, media agent, dependent packages, file system core, file system. I'm not installing those two, but for some reason it's including it. So that's fine. Install directory, which is opt Log directory, which is var log convolt log underscore file. So I'm happy with that. I'm going to push, I'm going to tab through to next and push enter. It's going to copy the files over and communicate with the commserv. And then it's going to ask me to either put an IP address of the commserv or it's going to ask me to put in a fully qualified domain name of the commserv. In this instance, I'm going to put in the IP address, which I believe is 172.16.11.128. And when it prompts me for that, I'll put it in. But for now, it hasn't prompted me yet. Now comes time when I'm actually presented with the commserv. So server information says, enter commserver gateway hostname for port number other than 8403. Use the format hostname port. So in my case for this lab, I have commserv gateway hostname. I'm not going to put in my fully qualified domain name of my commserv. I'm going to put the IP address in which is going to be 172.16.11.128. Now, you may see this a little different in the field, but for the lab environment, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm not going to check the server will connect to the computer and finish registration later. I'm just going to tab down to Next and highlight Next or click Next. The cursor is clicking, clicking Next. Highlighting next and push enter. And then I'm going to be prompted for configure HTTP proxy, which I'm not going to configure a proxy for this one because this is a lab environment and I don't have that set up. I'm going to tab through, leaving that unchanged. Again, default. Where the cursor's on next and push enter. I'm then going to be prompted for firewall configuration. Nothing is selected, of course. I'm then going to push next and push enter. I'm then getting prompted for the username and password of my username in Commvault. So this would be like a, I'd have to be my, in Commvault, my, I'm part of like the master group or the Commvault uh, uh, high level administrators group or whatnot. And this is the pass username password I put in. This allows me to authenticate to the media agent to say yes, you can, in fact, come to our commserv. I'm allowing you to come to the commserv. So I'm going to put in my username and password. And and this is something you would create on your environment when you set it up. 
and I'm going to tab down and wait for the cursor to select next and push enter. It's then going to fetch details from the server. It's going to communicate to the comserve and the media agent. It's going to sync up. It's going to say, yes, we are good to go or not. It's going to give me an error if it doesn't uh, like what I put in there, obviously. Since I've created a couple different client groups in here, I am prompted for configure the client groups, meaning I'm going to put this media agent part of the other client groups, which I don't in this case. I'm going to tab through down to next, push enter. It's going to set the permissions up, register the client, starting the services on the client itself, ensuring everything is connecting how it should. And this is just a waiting game right now while we wait. Now, usually this process takes anywhere from, if you haven't done it, if you haven't done it your first time, it's really, it's going to take probably an hour because you're going to go back to the video and you're going to watch it and you're going to, okay, how do they do this? Pause it, go back. Did I do it wrong? Figure it out. Oh, it's not communicating and a lot of different things. But if, if you've done it a bunch of times, it's second nature sometimes. So that being said, you're going to be prompted. It's a little different with the older versions. Now what you're prompted with is just the installation status. So installation completed successfully. Now the thing about this is you would think it would go back to another screen, but it doesn't. So once finish is highlighted, watch this. If you can see, uh, if you're listening at home, I'll tell you what's going on. So you just select, it's cursor selected under finish. You push enter. And once you do you're going to be prompted back to the uh, the command line on Ubuntu. Okay, so now you just you're back with command line essentially. So it's going to be under um, your home directory again. It's almost like it completed, and you're like, okay, it completed. There's no there's other than just a the command line prompt. You're going to see anything else. So I'm going to go to my comm server over here, and I'm going to have to log in because I think it's been uh, timed out. That is, say, my Windows has timed out because I've set it to timeout activity after so long. Now, I'm in my comm cell console right now, and I select the media agents, and I'm just going to push on refresh, or you can push F5. And I don't see anything here right now. I'm going to push F5, or refresh, and now... I see the Ubuntu Server 1 media agent is there. So how I usually check is to see if my file system, or media agent in this case, if I can get to it, if I can do a check right now, so I can browse to it, I know it's good. So in my instance, I'm going to select the media agent. I'm going to double click on it. And I'm going to go to browse whenever it pops up while we're waiting for it to come up here. My ComServe, you know, the thing about my ComServe, my ComServe is like 29 gig of memory, and I don't feel that's even big, uh, that's enough memory anyway to be handling. I think it probably needs about maybe 30, 40 gig of RAM, 48 gig of RAM. For the lab environment, it maybe 
it's fine to get away with 29 gig or 8 gig. But the less you go, Commvault recommends 16 gig, ideally. Now, the more things I put on Commvault, the more memory consume it, it more memory it consumes. And so for a lab environment, like I said, 16 gig probably would be good, but you're going to you're going to see a lot of latency perhaps and you're going to have to wait a lot. So just uh be prepared for that one. So I right click on the media agent, the Ubuntu media agent that I have. When I right click on it, I'm presented with client computer properties and I want to select version, click on version. You have general, version, security groups, active control, and audit. So I'm going to select the version tab. We'll go down a little bit. It says store software locally. I'm going to select browse from there. And if I see anything, if I'm able to log in or show the files in the actual Ubuntu media agent now, then I know I'm good. That means I can connect to it safely, securely, efficiently. It's all talking greatly. The other thing I like to do is right-click on the actual Ubuntu server, the media agent, click on all tasks, then select the check readiness. This checks the readiness. says, okay, can I talk to the media agent? Yes, I can. Pretty much I've already established that if I can browse to it, but I'd like to do this just as an extra step. Now, I do see here that the check readiness is fast, so I see that I have check readiness on, client ready, media agent ready. So I know that my media agent is ready to go, and I'm ready to do whatever it is that my media agent wants to do, which is provide backup services and facilitate the backup of clients to the ComServe, through the ComServe, if you will. If you like what you see here, if you would like to learn more about Commvault, maybe you want to get a high-paying job using Commvault, maybe with a backup field, you can jump on over to Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y.com. In the search bar, type my name, Gary McNeely, G-A-R-Y-M-C-N-E-E-L-Y. In here, you're going to see I have five different courses. I have Learn Backup and Restore with Commvault, Get a High-Paying Job, where I teach you Windows Server, Linux, Oracle, Commvault, VMware, Amazon, AWS, and I also teach you how to get a job at the end. It's basically a practical way of, of how to search for a job in the Commvault or backup industry. If you little more, if you like a little less knowledge and you want just a quick course, then try the Commvault beginner course where I teach you how to bring up or stand up your Commvault environment using Amazon Web Services. I have another course, this is the Commvault Advanced course, and then I have two more courses, which are one, the how to get your Commvault version 10 working in two hours, the how to buy crypto coin on SafeMoon, and lastly, I have a how to get your podcast up in 24 hours. And the how, I get, how to get your podcast up in 24 hours is very good because if you want to create a podcast of your own, and you would like to learn how that works and how to make money online using a podcast, then this podcast in 24 hours course is very ideal for you. There are several reviews about this course that are very, very nice. And I encourage you to go on to any of the courses I have on Udemy and try them out. 
There is a 30-day money-back guarantee. If you don't like the course you take, then uh, the they will uh, refund your money after 30 days. Thank you very much, and thanks again for the comment uh, about how the request on how to uh, how to install the Linux Media Agent. If any of you else out there have you're watching my videos, YouTube videos, please like and subscribe. By the way, if you want me to put up a video, you're curious about something that uh, you don't really understand in Commvault, and I'll try to my best to create that video. Thank you very much.